0: this is messages from the universe with laurie wondra of your life core here laurie delivers information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. She connects with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone, to Messages from the Universe podcast. Hello, this is Lori Wundra, and thank you for listening. Edward Hersey Richards wrote the following poem, A wise old owl lived in an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. Now wasn't he a wise old bird? And the question I want to ask today is, why aren't we more like that wise old bird? Do you find yourself speaking more than you're listening or you're noticing others are speaking more than listening to you? Are you too busy rushing through life versus observing what's happening with you, around you, to you, and to others? Sometimes it feels as if we become a society of answers. We have this need of having to know everything or having to have all the answers, And in the age of information, we've become unable to just be sometimes without knowing the answers. We have built this expectation that the answer is always going to be at our fingertips. And we search outward. We expect or have an expectation someone else is going to be there to tell us what the answer is. And we can prove this every day. We have voice-activated devices that are ready to listen to us. We can ask Google or Alexis. We can go to our internet browsers and we can type in questions, or we can voice ask those questions, and then we listen for the response. But the universe is also always listening to us and always answering us. We are always in conversation with the energy of the universe. It is responding to our questions our wishes, our dreams. There is no void of silence in the universe. In conversation, some people are uncomfortable with silences and they may fill that space. They have that need to fill in with words or comments. They are uncomfortable with silence, but we forget that the universe is space and the universe can also fill in that place of silence and void. We forget how to converse with the universe. We forget how to listen to our higher selves, how to listen to nature, how to listen to energy. But who are we listening to? Having the answer is often associated with being a leader and asking questions can be associated to being a follower. And sometimes even asking too many questions can be seen as really a follower. But I want to say that that really depends on who you're asking the questions to and if you've taken time to listen to yourself and answer for yourself. Those are skills. I believe questions are good, but do you ask the questions outside of you before you've had a chance to ask them of yourself? The reality is, is information is available to us at all times. Information is just energy. We live, breathe, and we are energy. So we're equal to that energy, but we forget that that sometimes we have that immediate access to information and we somehow believe something outside of us is going to magically provide it to us. The truth is, is if you're answering or talking, you simply aren't able to listen. And we do have this capacity to multiprocess. Yes, we're taught to focus and give all our energy to one thing. Do one thing and do it well. Truth is that even in that one thing, you need multiprocessing. Some would say that Olympic athletes are a perfect example of focusing on one thing, but that's also not true. They focus on the whole system, and this includes their physical being, their emotional body, their mental body, their spiritual body. This equates and includes how the universe works with us. It includes our intellectual wisdom, our emotional maturity, and our spiritual awareness. This is our complete energy body that's happens to be made up of our physical being, our emotional being, our mental being, and our spiritual being. It's okay. You might disagree on this. But if we fail to look at our being as a whole system, we continue to live in separation. We continue to follow the path of the rut. And I'm going to say that one more time. If we fail to look at our whole being as a whole system, that includes that emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, all those energy bodies. We continue to live in separation, and with that, we continue to follow the path of a rut. We live a life of saying, this is the way it's always been, therefore it always will be. We may believe that what has worked in the past doesn't need to be changed. That's untrue. Everything is energy, and once observed, it changes. Nothing remains the same. Once something is observed, it changes. It's a, it's a universal law. And because it's energy and we are energy, we change. The universe forces us to observe one way or another in order for continuation of change. The reality is, is it's much easier to observe and listen and create that change ourselves. It makes us feel that that Change is something that we asked for versus something that was forced upon us. The less you speak, the more you hear. Have you ever gone hiking on a trail where it is just you and no one else? Or at least there might be others around, but they're not talking. Where nature is encouraging you just to be and just listen? Just outside of San Francisco is a national park called Moorwood. It's known for its redwoods. And many of the trees there are between 600 and 800 years old. In this national park, there's an area, one of my favorites, and it's called Cathedral Grove. I love this trail. I love going there. There, I find I can sit in the energy of the trees, observing them, honoring them, listening to them, listening to me. They are, again, 600 to 800 years old, and usually they have lots to say or to teach. And I always find myself, I'm in a state of gratitude and appreciation for taking time to be with them. But I also feel that back from them that they're recognizing me for recognizing them, for stopping and observing versus just rushing through the trail. And before you enter this cathedral grove, there's signs posted everywhere. Quiet, please. You can't miss the signs. If you're observant, they are posted quite abundantly. And within this cathedral grove, I observe, and my favorite is to observe the trees, but I can't help but also observe the tourists, those talking too much to notice the signs, but I also observe the other tourists that are irritated with the noise created by the talkers. And this is great representation of how we walk around every day oblivious to the fact that our energy is energy and our energy impacts everyone else's energy oblivious to our impact on others, oblivious to the messages and the opportunities around us. Now, I've known of my gifts since a small child. I suppose one would say it's just part of me, been born into this life, just listening to what is beyond the obvious, to listening and observing what some would say isn't there. I'm also the youngest of seven, so you could also say I'm accustomed to tuning out noise or seeing or hearing what is not being said. But if you've ever gone parasailing or skydiving, you'll experience a different kind of silence. There aren't any footsteps, sounds of animals, or other people. High above earth, it is quiet, and it takes a moment for your brain to register this different quietness. Then suddenly it becomes a realization that there is No noise. And I'm actually hearing no noise. The less you speak, the more you hear. This is where we are now. A realization that there is something different here in how we're hearing. What and where are we listening? There's too much noise and too much distraction for us to be open to the teachings of the universe. And their message today is the less you speak, the more you hear. The universe wants you to hear it and this applies in all areas of our life, even social media. Are you just a throughput of other people's posts and messages? Why? Maybe that inspirational quote or story was just for you. Why did you like it? What did it trigger for you? Did it bring up an emotion or a thought? Maybe you need to spend a bit more time contemplating its meaning or your experience with it before you pass it on. What inspirational message does it or did it create for you? And it reminds me of when animals come into my yard and I rush for the camera. And by the time I get back to the backyard or or where the animal was, the animal's gone. It reminds me that that moment was just for me. It wasn't meant to be shared. And as much as I would have loved to have captured a picture and shared it, it was just for me, that deer, that coyote, maybe that raccoon. There are messages that come to us and for us that are just for us. And they're created just for us so that we have that pause, that moment of utter silence, a new place of silence for us to observe and to understand. And it's just for us. So in the world of information, are you too busy looking that you fail to see where you are on a compass there's directions and we look for the north star in the skies and many great marketing campaigns have used the north star to convey the message around clarity and direction and just follow that north star follow the one that is pointing light and how did the north star get that label of honor well in many traditional wheels each direction is significant to a cycle or a direction in life So in simplest terms, east is beginning or infancy, south is youth and learning, west is reflection and adulting, and north is wisdom and elder. But there's also steps along the way, and in Celtic shamanic teachings, these are known as pathways. They are the paths that are available to us. They are pathways for our soul that bring and keep us more aligned to our journey. And at any given point, we have a choice as to the pathway that we choose. And much like the pathway in Moore Park that leads you to Cathedral Grove that invites you to observe, these pathways also invite you to walk and observe and internalize. East is the path of opening the ways when we often associate it to spring and giving birth. The pathway is about first finding our direction and life purpose. It is about beginnings, hopes, and entering into things for the very first time, perhaps giving birth to something. The path of the child who views everything with fresh perspectives and curiosity. It's new. You're always invited to To explore this pathway when you need to find your way. And to move from east to south, we may take the southeast pathway. And this is the pathway of strength. This path is about confidence and beauty, about self-awareness and the skillful use of personal talents. Now, strength can be confused with power or aggression because we experience Very few truly strong people in our world. This is the pathway of the warrior who acts as a guardian and defender of freedoms. He allows the sense of feeling and heart while knowing the balance of the body and spirit. He doesn't need to overpower anything. And you may follow this pathway when you want to explore why you are feeling weak or disempowered. And pathway of the South is considered path of coming into being. Accessing your power and purpose. It is one thing to think you know or to know your power, but it's another to access it and practice it. It is very much a path of finding potential gifts, but it's also a path about the search for self-knowledge and self-discovery. This is the pathway of youth that goes on a quest to find themselves. And you might want to explore this pathway when you need to learn a new skill or when trying to find effective means of practice, or when you are facing difficult challenges in life in the forms of people or relationships. This has been a summer where this energy has reminded us to be in this place of nurturing. We've experienced the planets in Capricorn and the archetype of Capricorn is I use. So the question in this pathway is, are you using your skills or do you continue to talk about them? Are you exploring them? And then we move to the pathway of the Southwest. And this is the pathway of insight. This is balance and the ability to make connections and find deeper knowledge. It's about being receptive and open. This is the season of summer and nurturing or growing. And here we move into discovery of our maturity. This is the pathway of the leader who discovers the ability to balance the experience with insight and compassion. And this is about really hearing so as not to miss the hints or the messages that the universe leaves for us in the form of land, animals, or people. And you can explore this pathway when you find you need balance, insight, or even healing. Let it lead you to the pathway or the energy of the heart. And then there's the pathway of the West. And this is the path of passing within. This is about assimilation and understanding, about fulfillment and desire. It is the path of the mature adult who desires to become more human, seeks to live more responsibly, to bring understanding, healing, and acceptance to a situation or event as a means of finding enlightenment. Explore this pathway when you need to understand how best to act when problems become overwhelming, when peace is needed, Or when desires are out of control. And many of us find ourselves on this path right now. And then there's pathway of the Northwest. This is a path of cleansing. This is about self clarification and true sight. The veils are lifted. The emotions are available and the heart is raw. The other name for this pathway is first death. And it often serves as an important part of the development of our souls, cleansing, purifying, acting, whenever that's necessary. This act of reprocessing or understanding has to occur in all spiritual experiences, and it marks the end of one cycle and the beginning of another. You are invited to explore this pathway when truth and justice are needed and when you require purification to undertake a particular kind of work. And then there is Pathway of the North. The path of finding wisdom. This is about accessing the instinctive support of knowledge which is in all things. This is the reminder that all is energy and there is no separation. This path is one of acceptance and silence, for true wisdom is not announced by its finder, but rather it's internalized, cherished, and deeply explored. This is the path of the elder who understands and accepts. There are periods of knowledge that are followed by periods of forgetfulness or unknowing. This is a time to wait. And you're invited to explore this pathway when you are in ignorance or darkness. You may also use it to draw upon the encouragement and support of the ancestors. And we might say these represent our stages in life, birth, youth, adult, and elder. But with every challenge or every event, you might be at a different direction. You may need to call on the wisdom of the pathway in order or in non-order. So observe your life now and ask, what pathway are you walking? Observe the earth. What pathway are we walking collectively on earth? Observe the community. What pathway are we walking as a collective community? Your family. What pathway is your family collectively walking? And then also yourself, your individual. What pathway are you walking? And to share once again the words of Edward Hersey Richards, a wise old owl lived in an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. Now wasn't he a wise old bird? And the question I want to ask today, are you like that wise old bird? The less he spoke, the more he heard. This is Lori Wandra. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe podcast with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. For current events or to schedule a private session with Lori, please visit yourlifecore.com.